Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Fun stories this week, Amanda. Happy birthday, Diddy. Happy birthday, Diddy. We're going to talk about his birthday that featured um, a Carrie James Marshall painting and the photo booth with like a really, by photo booth, I mean a really fancy photo room with a real photographer. Yes. All photos seen in Vanity Fair. Talk about the press tour with Little Women and someone who's missing. We are going to hit the Will and Kate Mary Berry special. And also Billy on the Street, who we love. We do. (laughs) Um, Let's start with Diddy. So he turned 50, which like... Two months ago, to be clear. But he held his party, and I respect it. Well, I have no problem with that. I don't either. Also, like, the only thing that's weird about it is he chose to do it in the holiday season, which is like... And it wasn't a holiday party slash Diddy's 50th. It was Diddy's 50th. And it was kind of on the Saturday night that was the peak holiday party night of this abbreviated holiday season. Yes. There aren't that many weekends. Most people are going to be traveling the weekend before Christmas because it falls on a Wednesday. So the 14th was like the prime holiday party night. I actually, I respect him claiming it for himself. What are your general opinions on Diddy? Here we are all together celebrating being 50. I'm I'm pro at this point. It's been a long journey and one of enthusiasm and some other things that have happened, but I'm I'm happy to be looking at these photos. There's many negatives from Diddy's past. Like yeah. many. Like like when he was a concert promoter, like there was a whole thing where someone got trampled. There mm-hmm. was the whole thing with him and J-Lo in the club and and all that. A lot of dark pieces of his past. That said, and I, I don't want to like just gloss over those. I'm extremely pro Diddy. Ever since he was in the Lonely Island video for Go <laughs> Kindergarten, and I just was like unabashedly into him. And I, he's a great, great dancer. My only disappointment with the media coming out of his party is that there's no videos of him dancing. Plenty of other people, including Leonardo DiCaprio, which we will talk about. But where's Diddy dancing? So it seems like there was a no phone policy that was not enforced. Correct. If I had to guess. Correct. Because there are many photos from inside the event of people on the dance floor. And there is a now very famous video of someone filming Beyonce and another person filming Jay-Z taking the phone away from the person who was filming Beyonce. Incredible. Our number one wife guy. Great stuff. They kind of make me believe in marriage. Like they've gone from high to low to high to what's going on. And now they just seem like they're like out here doing stuff together in like a very sweet way. I agree with that. I think that they, you know, they're like a real life marriage story, if you will. Sure. To go along with the Netflix film marriage story, the Noah Baumbach Netflix story marriage marriage story. You know, I'm not sure if we've discussed this, but I've been listening to this, the Randy Newman score like nonstop for about 10 days. Doesn't it make you extremely emotional? No. Okay. I, I think as a non-married, never married, no specific relationship to the divorce. And it's like, these are beautiful tunes. Okay, that's fair. I sort of like, I'm just like naive and don't bring a lot to it. I don't think you're naive. I do think it is, a, it's a, it's not that specific an experience, but it is, that movie does work for me both as a kid of divorce and a person right. in a marriage who is afraid of divorce. Right, and I'm 0 for 2 on those. So I think it's just like, I bring a difference to... I don't know whether we need to put it in those terms. <laughs> you know, I think, sure. I, by the way, being 0 for 1 on being a kid of divorce, congratulations to you <laughs> and to your lovely parents Thank and you. their marriage. It's going great. <laughs> anyway, back to Diddy and Jay-Z and Beyonce. They just seem, I think, on top of the press tour for The Lion King, where they were like really a united front through that. I'm just, I feel like 2019 has been good for them. I think so. And they had that, I forgot they had an album come out together. Was that this year? 
Um, I no, think, I think that was last year. I think that was 2018. If that's this year, then I, I'm as old as the sun, and I don't understand how time passes anymore. Everything is Love was—you're right. It was released in 2018. Okay, I'm, I frankly am relieved. I remember where I was when that happened. I was— uh, I clearly don't. I was sitting in a chair at a ridiculous men's clothing boutique in Culver City waiting for my husband to try on pants that don't fit. And I was like, we're going to have to leave now because <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z have just released an album. At least that's like a joint interest of both of yours. I have to be honest, the ill-fitting pants are not an interest of mine. Men's fashion— No, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's true. I think I think Zach was more interested in the pants in that moment, but anyway. Um, so there's those videos, which are really funny. And then there's one of Leonardo DiCaprio dancing— I think I would pay to attend a party that he was at, honestly. That he, like, wanted to be at. Not that he was, like, forced to be, but he was with his girlfriend, Camila Marone, and some other people around him, and he just seems like he's having a great time. He's also just, like, really gone full Jack Nicholson, which, like, Bill has kind of, like, always talked about, but I think is, like, really true now. His face actually is merging into Jack Nicholson as well, which helps the aura. Yeah. It is kind of—he's um, taking on more of that Cheshire Cat grin as he goes along. He dances like your fun— college male friend who like you would like like really like seeing out but would never like consider in any other way it's a real bend from the hips and not like a lot of rhythm but like it doesn't matter he's just like having a great time he's happy to be there and he's having fun and I have to say the Leonardo DiCaprio that I know from the guy who's in films and talks about movies and goes on press junkets and is like, Mr. Scorsese and Mr. Tarantino told me to do this. Too serious. And like, I need to tell you about my island and the environment, which by the way, shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio for working on the environment, which is a very important cause. But it's always a little buttoned up is the Leo that presents. And I wouldn't say that I would have thought of him as the guy who would just be kind of like nerd dancing at at Diddy's 50th party. But I love this video, and I was like, oh, Leo seems fun. Is this the same guy who also wears MGMT noise-canceling headphones? Right. So that's still a rumor. That's unconfirmed. That's possibly the greatest gossip that I have learned this decade that is, I don't know to be true. I wouldn't consider that fun. I think this is a different guy. Maybe he has a new lease on life. Me too. He He wants to be out among the people experiencing things. Also, I don't, I'm not saying I have any information that this is true, but I always kind of imagine like at this point in life, much like I think Brad Pitt is a stoner. Again, I don't know if that's true. I assume Leonardo DiCaprio is a stoner. He does not seem like it in this video. He's like got a lot of pep and energy and like just seems like he's having fun. Yeah, he's dialed in. Yeah. A great performance for him in this 30 second, 36 second clip. Also at the very end, you see Usher, who I love. Just mm-hmm. absolutely love. And was glad to see he was there. And the whole thing is just like an absolute delight. And then there's all these photos from the uh, from this weird photo booth that he did. Actually, before the photos, I just want to note part of this whole event and in the Vanity Fair article about it, they exclusively got the pictures. Diddy debuted his new painting, which he was alleged to buy last year for $21 million. And it hasn't been confirmed, but it was rumored, and it seems likely now based on this story, that he bought this Carrie James Marshall painting for $21 million. It's called Pastimes. It's very large. It's like 12 feet by 12 feet, and it's magnificent. Did you go to that exhibit? I did. On your recommendation, and it's one of the most exciting art shows that I've seen as my adult life. It's absolutely the best one I've been to. It was like so full of ideas and life and overwhelming. And first of all, if any artist that I've ever known deserves $21 million, it's definitely Carrie James Marshall. And it's like 
pretty cool. I don't know. Like, shout out to Diddy. Good use of your money, man. I mean, this is just a great Vanity Fair headline, okay? Diddy's 50th birthday party brings out Beyonce, Jay-Z, and his new Carrie James Marshall painting. Yes! This is the celebrity gossip that I want. Truly. Those three things together. This is just a great one. Yeah. Like, thank you so much for putting this before the end of 2019, Vanity yes. Fair. We, we really, really needed it. Shout out to Vanity Fair for getting in the party and being like, yes, we will sponsor your photo booth and cover it and publish it the next day. Also, this party sponsored by Ciroc, which Diddy is a, famously a co-owner of. And he just really did it right. And then here are some of the names of people who attended per Vanity Fair. Beyonce, Jay-Z, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Leonardo DiCaprio, Pharrell, Jimmy Iovine, Naomi Osaka. Yes! Let's pause right there. What a 2019 for her. What a pull. Love Diddy, it. you landed Naomi Osaka. Love it. She probably was like, why am I being invited? But okay. I, From what I can tell following her on Instagram, mm-hmm. she is very cool and would be like, yes, I would love to go to Diddy's party. And I bet she was a little bit nervous the whole time because mm-hmm. she is she's younger and she's not a super forward personality always. But I bet she was really psyched and dancing by the end. I'm happy for her. Me too. Cardi B, Offset, Lizzo, also just an absolutely huge 2019. Janelle Monet, Nelly. Congrats, Nelly. I didn't know he was still getting this kind of invite. I didn't either. Cool. Kate Beckinsale, who literally is like at every party. Good she must her. be really fun. Honestly, if she and Leonardo DiCaprio don't hook up before they die, I'll be disappointed. How do you know they haven't already? That's a great point. Yeah. I don't. I, it seems like If I had to put money on it, I would say in the, they have already. And good for both of them. I would love to interview both of them about just about their dating history. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Okay, standard. Ted Sarandos of Netflix fame. Congrats, Ted. You've made it. Queen Latifah, who I think just general universal approval rating, right? Mm-hmm. Post Malone. I kind of feel like this is a level up for him, though I know he's like the most popular artist in the world. I think he is the most popular artist of the world. I was recently at a party where Post Malone, quote, performed. And a lot of people were very excited to see Post Malone. I think he also brings a party vibe. A lot of people are excited to have him at a party. At the risk of being like discriminatory, Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone with face tattoos at my party. Okay. At least not as many as he has. Maybe like one. It's okay. You're going to put a one limit? Yeah. Okay. That's tough. Just, I don't understand the decision. It's not even about the aesthetic so much as like, then I have to think about your decision making. Okay. I can't. Regina King, love her. Having having a, a great decade, really. Certainly a great 2019. Lauren London, who just feel like is very, very close to being a household name. Not quite there yet, but soon to be. Jaden Smith, who basically makes news every week now. And Jack Dorsey. The least cool person at the party, probably. Yeah, by a, a magnitude. Also, <laughs> uh, he sent, like, a video message to invite people, apparently, which is, like, some weird Diddy thing. I don't know. He just seems fun. I'd love it. I would have gone to this party. It seemed really fun. Yeah. Usher and Little Kim are the ones who gave toasts on stage. That's great. I love that. That is so last millennium, and I love it. It just seemed like a blast. It did. Ugh, seems great. It seems, and like... I also don't mind that they took over the holiday because it seems like it was so much more fun than your average Christmas party. Not a weird sweater in sight, you know? There was no crossover event. It was just Diddy's birthday. And I respect that. If you're going to own it, truly own it. Chadwick Boseman looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. A lot of good looks. I think Kelly Rowland is just aging wonderfully. She looks great these days. 
I really, really loved the plaid suit that Regina King is wearing in this I photo know. booth. Oh, you know who else got a, a standout photo in Vanity Fair is Paris Hilton. It's like the best she's looked in absolute years. Also, I mean, lol to Paris Hilton being there. Paris Hilton was not in the long list of names that you just read, but no. she's definitely in the photo booth. <sighs> it's really true. Happy birthday, Diddy. Please send some dance videos sometime soon. Because, like, he does put a lot of them on his Instagram, but I'm just like, where are they? From this party. Maybe he just has a content strategy where they roll out through the end of 2019. Great point. That's okay. possible. Yeah. Oh, to coast through the holidays, you know? Yeah. It's evergreen. All righty. Moving on. New movie coming out on Christmas. My mom and I already bought tickets. Little Women. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to like a 10-something showing in the East Village because so, the only other theater near us was like noon and that was going to kill the Chinese food lunch, you know? Yeah. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. They've been doing a lot of press. They have. What's been your favorite press moment so far? Well, I watched, I've watched a lot of videos. I have to say that Timothy Chalamet recently posted some behind-the-scenes photographs. The Wendy's photo? Yeah, well, it's the Wendy's photo, and then there is also a snippet of behind-the-scenes footage to accompany the Wendy's photo, which is Meryl Streep in costume as Aunt March. And in voice as oh, Aunt I March. I didn't watch the video. Yeah, it's, it's on Instagram. You can find it. I think it's like a three-second clip from an gotcha. Entertainment Weekly video that was released. But so they're, they're between takes, and Meryl Streep keeps her voice, apparently, when she's, like, between takes on sets. So she's asking Timothy Chalamet in her weird voice if he just ate some French fries. Oh, my God. And Timothy Chalamet goes, no, but I do also smell that. And then she's just like, could you please get me some? Oh my God. Cut to the Wendy's photograph That's and really all of them funny. eating Wendy's. It's very good. That's hilarious. She's in Concord Mass. Yeah. Shoving them down their gullets. So I've enjoyed that, but, you know, they've all been out. This is a movie, like, written or adapted and directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, Eliza Scanlon, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, Laura Dern, and Emma Watson. And uh, that's eight people that I just named. And seven of those people have been incredibly present on the press tour. And one person showed up at the premiere— and otherwise has been kind of doing her own separate press tour. Has she been doing it separately or just like just tapping out completely? So Emma Watson is the person in question. And at one point she was like hiding copies of Little Women around London for oh people God. to find. But it was like her own guerrilla marketing because she's not involved in any of the other stuff. That's really weird. And, like, maybe, like, a breach of her contract. Not that I know anything about her contract. But, like, that just seems really strange. I have no idea. I have no information about this. I have to assume that part of the reason that you put Emma Watson in Little Women is because Emma Watson is uh, one of the Harry Potter stars. Right. And is internationally famous. And you hope that people will come who might not otherwise see the movie will come because they're like, oh, Emma Watson, that's Hermione. I'd love to see her. But that's all contingent on her actually doing press and people knowing that Hermione's in the movie. Right. And she's not. And she also had, like, that weird interview, like, a month ago where she said she's self-partnered, a.k.a. single. Yeah. And it's just, like, I just feel like that was a weird thing. Yeah, but, like, very soon after that, she was paparazzi making out with some guy oh, in she London. Was? Yeah, and I, I missed only, that. I only noticed it because it was, like, a day after there were a bunch of Little Women Q&As in Los Angeles where the rest of the cast, or not the rest of the cast, but Florence Pugh, 
uh, Saoirse Ronan, Greta Gerwig, Timothy Chalamet, Laura Dorn, and Meryl Streep were all doing Q&As together, and, and she, Watson was notably not there. And she's definitely more famous than, than F. Pugh and um, what's the other girl's name? Eliza Scanlon. Do you think she's more famous than Timothy Chalamet? That's a great question. I mean, this is always like the, the Who question. Who are you asking? Yeah, and the question we return to of, I think that there are a lot of passionate Chalamet fans. Yeah. And there's like a very focused and powerful fan base, but in terms of that might have more. Total reach. Yeah. I think emotional commitment, it might be more Chalamet. And although there are a lot of very dedicated Harry Potter fans. I think that she's definitely more famous. She's definitely more famous. So like you want her on your press tour is yes. the point there. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, Florence Pugh, glad you can make it. But Emma Watson, we need you to come. That's what you would think when you're doing the casting. Yeah. And I feel like Saoirse Ronan has, like, mentioned her in one interview, and she's like, yeah, she led yoga. And that's, like, basically it. I mean, to be fair, she's playing Meg, who is the boring character. Spoiler alert, but, like, not really, because the book's really old. Is that the one who dies? No. No, it's Beth. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Meg is just, like, the oldest one who's kind of prim, and then she, spoiler alert, marries the teacher. Right. And is like, oh, Joe. Right. No one really cares about her, to be honest. But there's a page six... This is tremendous photo work by page six. Headline, Emma Watson has been missing from the Little Women press tour. And then it's just all the photo evidence of all the places all the rest of them have been. And Emma Watson has not. So funny. I don't know. You know, she might have other professional commitments that I don't know about. She might have personal commitments. It's not—I I don't really know. But I have been surprised by it. Incredible. Okay. Well, also one of my favorite things about these photos is— Greta Garwig is like really seems like elevated normal person mm-hmm. um, among these like the, the actresses. Like it's in the Vogue article we discussed, she says she hasn't acted in a few years. And I feel like it's becoming evident from the way that she presents herself in interviews and whatnot in like the most endearing, wonderful way. Yeah. I watched a Vanity Fair video where it's Greta Garwig, Laura Dern, Saoirse Ronan, and Timmy Chalamet, and they like uh, kind of annotate a scene. Mm-hmm. That from the movie. Oh, yeah, that series. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that series. And it, I, I really enjoy it because you can have each of the three actors kind of talking about it, but hearing Greta Gerwig talk about the choices that she makes directing and also kind of ex- what she liked about the choices that the actors made and what she told them they could do and couldn't do was very cool. I got to watch that. That yeah, sounds great. It was great. I recommend it. Okay, I'm into it. Can I say one more thing, though, about Little Women footage? Yeah. Have you by any chance seen a clip yet of— and I guess this is a spoiler alert, but, like, you know what happens in the climactic Laurie and Joe scene, right? No, I don't, but whatever. Okay. You can tell me. Well, no, I don't want to. I mean, if you know Little Women, then you actually know what I'm alluding to, but I won't remind you. Anyway, there's a there's a clip circulating online of kind of, like, the big Laurie and Joe scene. Isn't it, like, when they fight and they, like, decide they can't be together or yeah, something? Yeah, yes, that. Okay. But it's, like— don't put that online. Like, that's the whole thing. And you can watch Sersha and, and Chalamet do a fair amount of it. So if you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Wait for it to happen for you in the movie. Because it's, I thought, pretty electrifying. And just don't, don't watch the clip. She looks so beautiful in that scene. She looks very beautiful. Her in hair movie. is amazing in yeah. it. I love it. I love Sersha Ronan. I'm so happy for, like, 70 years of Sersha ahead of us. I also, this is just quite a Florence Pugh performance. And I am very excited for a lot more Florence Pugh. Are you? Oh, yeah. What's she famous for? A Marvel movie? Uh, she will be in a Marvel series. She will be in Black Widow. I see. Though okay. I'm not really sure in what context because I believe that Scarlett Johansson is the Black Widow and I did not care to watch that trailer because I don't care. Uh, she was in Fighting With My Family. She was in the Little Gr- Drummer Girl adaptation on oh, right. AMC that uh, we really liked. She was in a film called Lady Macbeth. That was kind of her breakthrough. Got it. Um, so she's kind of a, a hip favorite right now, bound for 
for mass, yeah. mass stardom. Yeah. If you're not in a Marvel movie, like, who are you anyway? You know? That's true. Just kidding. Kind of. I don't, I think it's a series. I, I honestly haven't really investigated this. Please don't feel the need to add me and tell me either. Yeah, this is, I don't think that's our core demo anyway. I wouldn't, okay. wouldn't worry too hard. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right, moving on. In the UK this week, there's a special with Mary Berry of Great British Bake Off fame where she is with Will and Kate. It's like a holiday special. And in it, Kate curves Will. And it's amazing. <laughs> he like touches her shoulder or tries to and she brushes him off. And I think... If you aren't like a big royal watcher, you might not know that one of the rules of being royals, you can't touch your spouse in public, which mm-hmm. is one of the dumber rules because that's just really dumb. But I think I think that's what she that's what everyone's speculating is why she did that and seems most likely to be true. But it's a really funny moment. It's really like she does a full torso wiggle. Yes. It's like it's not particularly subtle. She's a good athlete, so I guess it's not surprising. Yeah. Did you watch any of the other clips? Uh, I watched a few of them. I found myself I started watching one clip and then looked up and it was like 20 minutes later because I was just absorbed in these truly stultifying but soothing clips of Will and Kate like making a quote roulade which is like a a cake that's rolled on itself I don't really watch the baking show I liked it I liked it because I first learned about it about what year are we in 2019 I would say like seven or eight years ago from Jojo Moise's Twitter Mm. she was like tweeting things and hashtagging it GBBO and I was like what's GBBO and it was a Great British Bake Off and then it became like an international sensation and that's when I kind of jumped off the wagon I was like sort of uninterested in other people's opinions and, and therefore like decided to like let this one go I like it when I can't sleep which is very frequently it's it's one of my go-to middle of the night shows when I'm specifically trying to get back to sleep but I'm not like a super fan I wasn't rocked by Paul Hollywood and and like all that scandal so I don't know yeah Paul Hollywood is just like a name that I've heard and haven't really investigated he's but- kind of like British Guy Fieri is what I would say. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't really need that because what I learned— you have American Guy Fieri? From, yeah. And uh, anyway, I watched these 20 minutes of clips, and I really did lose all sense of time and worry. And That's it was, wonderful. Yeah, it was very soothing. So you found your happy place for the month. Yeah. Keep that in mind when you're at your family's for Christmas. It's, yeah, it's a great idea. I was just kind of like, I guess I'll watch another one. And it was so dull, but also— nice and peaceful and they were you know doing talking about charity and how it's important to for kids to learn things that make them like creative and independent I don't know there was something about a pizza dough and creativity and then also how to make a roulade and that you can't have PDA I did have one (laughs) thought though while I was watching all of it and I was speaking of being up in the middle of the night I was up last night and this like this thought like really seized me as I was thinking about what I'd watch which is that Will has real, like, don't want to be here vibes. At all times. At all times. But even in this, which is like a pretty jolly, we're just talking about our work. There's, we've agreed to do this. There's nothing aggressive about it. No one's going to, like, jump out of a bush and ask you, like, invasive questions. And he's trying his best, but he just has kind of, like, rude, I don't want to be here vibes. That Harry also has as well from time to time. But Will's are kind of even meaner or more how dare you and I just don't know how that's going to work long term I I think we've discussed this he lost me a while ago I think he's just a total asshole and I feel he'll be the most like his grandfather of all the royals we know which maybe wasn't as bad when his grandfather wasn't the principal monarch but 
yeah, I think he's a, a jerk. I'm not a fan of Will at all. And I also find, for some reason, I find the fawning over Kate Middleton aggravating. I think it's I think it's similar to why I don't like the Kardashians, which is I feel like Kate Middleton is just an impossible standard. And I, I understand more with her why she is the way that she is, why her hair is always so perfect, partially because she has great hair. Um, Fantastic hair. Like, just always has. And it's cool that she does her own makeup a lot of the time. Like, there are things about her like that I think I could like. But I, I find the, like, the specter of the impossible standard of Kate Middleton frustrating. And that's not necessarily her fault because that's really her job. It's different than some other celebrities who I find that irritating with. But I, I feel like this, the close way in which she's watched has begun to grate on me in a certain way. And I think also just because I like feel instinctively defensive of Meghan Markle, I like get annoyed yeah. by it. There's not a lot of there there with Kate, which yes. which I, I think honestly means she's probably doing her job the best of anyone at that point. She yeah. just shows up. She in this special, she's like perfectly charming and is trying to follow the rules and doing the shrug and, you know, makes the nice cake and and talks about creativity and pizza dough. And you're just kind of like, okay, you've agreed to this. Brian Phillips wrote a piece about Meghan Markle for our year-end series on TheRinger.com and pointed out that Kate Middleton is the only person whose life, like— changed for the better. Yeah. She went from not being in the royal family to being in the royal family and she's just kind of like on the vacation of being in the royal family for the rest of her life. Yeah. Because she has gone through kind of the early year gauntlet of the spotlight and is now just kind of doing her thing. So I get it. I kind of hers seems to be the only strategy that is sustainable long-term. And I guess what I realized in the middle of the night is I just like genuinely do not think that there will be a royal family in what, 25 years? Interesting. Interesting. I just can't see how it works. Yeah. It's a really fascinating question. I'm like looking forward to seeing how it unfolds, but also like kind of terrified of the change, I suppose. Uh, not even British. But um, yeah, that's a really interesting point. Like it's sort of like who's going to tolerate Will as king? If he can't even make it through like a Mary Berry Christmas special, yeah. who is going to put up with him being like, yes, I, now I will take all of your money and you'll watch me like parade through London. Yeah, it's a great Because it's a, of a divine right of kings or some shit. It's I a, don't know. It's a, it's a really good point. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that's headed. Yeah, work on that too, my guy. All righty, next part of the Christmas spirit, Mariah Carey is this month's guest on Billy on the Street. It's a Hanukkah slash Christmas special. And man, is it fun. Also just seemed like Billy on the street was having a great time. Love Billy Eichner. And Mariah wouldn't have guessed she'd be down for that based on her reputation. So I think this happened because Billy on the street, all of the prior seasons or episodes showed up on Netflix. Yes. And Mariah Carey, consummate Netflix user, just watched all of them in a weekend and kept tweeting about how obsessed she was with oh, Billy on did. the street. she did? Yeah. Oh, Mar I didn't know like that. Mariah Carey of her own, I think, like, you know, you never know whether these things are managed or not, but from me following Billy Eichner and watching him react to it, it definitely seemed like Mariah Carey was just at home being like, this is hysterical. I can't get enough of this guy and started doing all of his jokes. Like, Mariah was just really in on Billy on the street. So after that, the wise people at Billy on the street were like, well, now we need her. to, yeah, make the hay while the sun shines and get Mariah on the show. Is that the first evening, Billy on the Street, you can recall? Yes. I haven't seen all of them, me though neither. I have to say, nothing makes me laugh harder than Billy on the I Street. I also love it. It's, it's like great background viewing and like when you're just after a long day. 
I love Billy Eichner. But it also very quickly becomes not background viewing because you put it on. And it's one of the few things where I just like laugh out loud, chuckle constantly for the entire 20 or 30 minutes that it's on. There are very few things that I find as funny as Billy on the Street. I know. It's just like it's a total delight. But the thing about this that I really enjoyed was that you know, Billy Eichner is the star of Billy on the Street, and he does have funny people, and it's very funny to watch, like, Amy Poehler or Chris Evans or Rashida Jones running around. But the guests, even the very famous guests, can't always hang with his, like, particular pace and comedic style because it's so fast and associative and weird. And whenever they throw to Mariah Carey in this video, Mariah Carey is on it. And she just has this, like, very dry, observational sense of humor. Like, she's dialed in. I feel Mariah Carey, much like Adele, as discussed on The Hottest Take, is, like, now underrated. I know that she's always celebrated this month because All I Want for Christmas is You is, like, now the de facto official song of Christmas. So this apparently is the first year that it's number one. I know. It's crazy. 25 years later. It's crazy. And, you know, her range isn't what it used to be. But she is, like, completely her own self, unapologetically so. She has so many hits that are just phenomenal. And I I just, like, love her music. I feel very similarly to her as I do about Adele, but I do feel like in some ways she's just, like, taken for granted as being great. She absolutely is. She's one of those where in the 90s it was, like, Mariah Carey was the queen. And, you know, as time goes by, we get interested in new people. Perhaps yeah. we neglect our stars. But I just thought I was so impressed. At the end of this video, the tree is broken and she just starts doing like an art sculpture and is very funny about it. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. And she's kind of in control. It's very hard to take control from Billy Eichner doing Billy on the Street. Definitely. And she just manages it because she is our queen, Mariah Carey. And he also obviously is such a big fan that he like is happy for that to happen. It's like could not be more of a contrast to the previous episode with. Uh, uh, what's his name? Chris Evans, who's just like so passive in it. I was gonna say beta, but he's so passive. Yeah, he one. doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't speak. Well, to be fair, Chris Evans is kind of achieving his true purpose in that, which is just running around in a sweater and being like, "I'm Chris Evans," and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's Chris Evans!" That Chris is the Evans. point. It's uh, those. That's hard. That role to just be okay. running around and be have people react to you and to keep up. But yeah, he's no Mariah Carey. No, he is not. And that's okay. We just, we love you, Mariah. I'm thrilled to have her back. Me too. Great song. (laughs) Truly great song. Anyone you want to wish well this week? It's okay if not. We could be in the giving spirit. Just be like, hey, it's Christmas. Much like the sign guy who's officially dead. Sign guy. Killed by Boris Johnson's campaign. Oh, yeah. I think I'm feeling generous. That's great. I I think I am too. That's great. Uh, We'll be back next week with our best of the year celebrity stories. Most significant of the year Mm -hmm. celebrity stories. Best is complicated. It really really is, as the long (laughs) preface I had to give to how I love uh, Diddy. So with that, we wish you well for real. And we'll be back next week on a very special Monday edition because we want to get ahead of the holiday. So check us out on Monday. Thanks for listening. 